Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back against the Rose podcast. Gio Garcia here alongside Christian Mosqueda. And we have uh, our friend Lily joining us from Chicana Boxing. Right, hello, hey. Lily. And you're here, Max Kellerman in the background. I knew, I was, was going to say that. I was like, that's Max Kellerman. <laughs> really? Okay. I was thinking you were bringing like a Roy Jones song, but I was like, that doesn't sound like Roy. No, no. So, damn, Max. That's, it's, it's Max right there. He actually wasn't that bad. I mean, he was. I mean, he's alright. <laughs> he wasn't bad. He's a smart dude. I think he he knows how to put lyrics together. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get started. Um, what is this? One o three. One o three. Yeah. One o three, man. What's up, Lily? How's it going? So far, so good. Same difference. Same quarantine. Different day. <laughs> <laughs> you got a new setup there. New mic and everything. Sounding clean, huh? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I finally got a, a decent microphone, so y'all better watch out. <laughs> yeah, for real. How, how many episodes are you at, Lily? About you probably lost track too. Yeah, I don't. I stopped doing it last year because I was busy. But I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm trying to get familiar with this and then figure it out. Oh yeah, now we were telling you like we miss like we I, I miss going on your live and like dropping. Dropping questions and piggybacking off of other people's questions. I was like, man, I miss your show. So, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I miss doing lives, too. And I feel like right now, people, there's two types of people right now. There are people that are, like, trashing online content. Like, oh, you know, you guys are boring. Now everybody wants to start a podcast <laughs> or shit like that. And there's other people who are, like, we have nothing to do. So just give us content we can consume. So, you know, got to do what you got to do. True, true. Which one are you? You're the one who consumes um, the content? <laughs> depends. depends on what I'm feeling that day. Just kidding. I love podcasts and stuff, so I'm like all over the place. So, little guy? Hello. It's not Mason. It's the other one. <laughs> I forget. I forget Aiden, yes. Aiden, there you go. <laughs> Let me tweet that He's we're like, live. Hey. I, I didn't know we were going to be live. I thought it was going to be. Wait, how are you talking? Oh, my God. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a kid of many talents. I see him on your story. He like, <laughs> boy, he he plays basketball. He skates. Dude, he does the most. Is what he does. <clears throat> does he lot. still doesn't understand technology. Like even though kids have like more technology than we did as kids, yeah, they're still like, how can you do that? How can you be on the computer? And how could you be doing that? And yeah. I'm like, uh, it's the future now. now. I like I like to see that in your stories. Like he 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 still gets out there because a lot of people you know assume kids are always on their tablets and a lot they do spend a lot of time on the tablets you know devouring yeah. content but you know he i would see him out there too you know getting dirty you know 
just playing. They do that cool. Fortnite stuff every once in a while, but it doesn't usually like consume their day. Okay, okay, that's good. Let me send some shout outs to people here in the comment section. Clyde is here from Comics Vet and Sean from Just Boxing Live, man, joining us. What up, y'all? Yo, this is weird, man. These YouTube settings change or something? <laughs> I think they change constantly. Yeah, this is weird. I don't know, but whatever. We're here. <laughs> Did you guys catch that video that went kind of viral? To, I mean, that, that, that big uh, explosion in Lebanon? You guys catch that video? Yeah. I just woke up, and that's what I was looking at on Instagram. Yeah, she was crazy. So that's pretty. It looks like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. They said it was a car bomb, but it looked very, like, mushroom-like, and kind of rem reminiscent of, like, little nuclear... Little... Like a nuclear explosion. But, yeah, that shit was that just kind of scary. It was scary when I saw yeah. it. Yeah. Like a movie, huh? It just like... And cloud just consumed, like, the whole city. But, man, hopefully nothing nothing too crazy. Clyde said, y'all got to get Max Kellerman on. Yeah, I don't Dude. know about all that, man. <laughs> <laughs> he prefers Polly. He, he's trying to get Polly on. And you send you send me a you send me a, a message right that they fired Polly. What do you guys feel about that? Oh, um, I don't know, man. A lot of people are saying that they were just trying to get rid of him or whatnot. Uh, they're just finding any reason to get rid of him. I don't know. But um, he was probably their best asset, so yeah, showtime, right? <laughs> yeah. But he's still working for Sky because I know he went over to Sky or over there in, in the on the British side. And they love him out there. He's, I mean, he does a he does a phenomenal job, I think, as a whole. I mean, I, he just rolls people. Through, I mean, he just sometimes he says things how it is, and it bothers you know the people that pay you know that cut his check. So like, that's kind of what happened here in Showtime. But I mean, they did that to Teddy. Teddy's. I have a little to bit more disagree with y'all. Right, what do you think? Tell us. Tell us, Lily. Um, I think he was great as a commentator. Honestly, he was probably like one of the best ones even though he as a fighter sometimes he says crazy stuff but as a commentator i really liked him but it's not for nothing you know his comments were really out of pocket especially that the one that he said that was systemic racism isn't a thing oh he said that and oh, I, okay. yeah that's why he got fired he didn't get fired for the Devin haney thing or anything else he got fired because he said that he doesn't believe systemic racism is real in 2020. Mm. And I I understand like maybe he has his own you know ideas and and he's white so of course you know it all comes to if he doesn't experience it then it just doesn't exist to him. But read the fucking room, my dude. Like <laughs> <laughs> you could be a closeted you know racist. You could or you could just say that and keep, like to yourself. Read the room with everything going on right now. Imagine saying that. Like that was dumb in my opinion. You should just kept that yeah. to yourself because yeah, I mean, I'm gonna definitely miss his commentary. He's really good um on Showtime, but do I think he deserved to get fired? Hell yeah. Mm, okay. So, no, and so, they added Matas now, right? Yeah. See, I do agree that he's a great commentator. But um yeah, he's very like he's very opinionated. I, and he, he does like give a good opinion when he when it comes to boxing and this was more outside of boxing and yeah, I didn't know that he said that exactly, but yeah, that's one of those things that you keep to yourself in a way. Yeah, I just yeah, like in those ultimos hilos because he, of the stuff that he has said about Devin Haney or something like that. Because remember how Devin Haney said, I'm never going to let a white boy beat me, kind of like Bernard Hopkins said yeah. mm -hmm. back in the day. Um, Devin Haney said something similar, and then, you know, it always arises the whole, well, what if a white fighter said that about a black person? And it's just, it, it it's not the same, but 
he was one of those people that was saying, yo, Devin Haney should apologize for saying that no white boy will beat him or something like that. And some people are already kind of mad at him for that. Mm-hmm. And then this, I feel like it caught up to him too quick. But I didn't I didn't hear that that ya lo estaban queriendo correr. Why why? Because he was what was he saying? I, I didn't know I, I that. Know. I remember him saying that Wilder was trying to get him fired for oh, the longest right. because yeah. he constantly oh, criticizes okay, him. Okay, yeah. And um well I don't know. The thing that I heard is that he says something about uh, the dominance for African American fighters is over, that it was now mm-hmm. like the Eastern Europeans, the dominant species in boxing. Oh, yeah. That's the one I heard. Yeah, so as you can see, he's saying a bunch of like stuff that maybe 20 years ago it would have been yeah. gone like one ear out the other. But right now with everything going on, I think it was not the smartest move to to express your opinions on those specific things going on right now. Like that's begging to get backlash. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I mean, people will express things like, you know, at home with their, you know, with relatives, with family members, but there's certain, when you're in the professional setting, there's certain things you can't say without getting some, you know, some, some clapback. And, and I guess this is what happened. Uh, uh, to me, it sucks to see him go because he's a, such a good commentator, but like nobody <laughs> is, you know, they, they kind of have to set the, 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 you know, the standard of like what's not acceptable. And so, yeah. Damn. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, I, I understand people's, uh, opinion and being upset that they let him go because he does a good job, you know, and, and there is a, a struggle, I guess, between us, not just with boxing, but with everything that we have to want to keep things separated. Like, oh, we want to separate the art from the artist. We say that a lot of times, right? But I think as much as it hurts me that he had to go, it's the right step. And I wish more people would do that. And maybe people will learn to not say dumb shit, but <laughs> it still hurts. Doesn't make it any less like shitty that he was actually one of the good commentators. So, so often do we hear about, you know, how commentators are biased and some commentators are like just plain dreadful. And and Polly did a good job. So it sucks that it had to be one of the guys that we actually enjoyed on the mic having to say all these things because, you know, it led to him being fired. Yeah. Has there ever been any other instance where you guys have seen or heard maybe some some off comment? You're like, whoa. And maybe that's gone off like over other people's heads. Have you guys ever? From Polly? Or from other, any other like commentator on TV, like boxing, boxing wise. No? Just Larry Merchant. He would say like random shit sometimes that was kind of questionable. And didn't he come out on PBC also saying something similar that Wilder was the last black hope or something like that? So I remember him being under fire for that. Hmm. That he had said that Wilder was the last Black Hope or something like that, that he had lost to Fury. Yeah. That there was no more Black Hope, basically. (laughs) (laughs) Which is kind of ridiculous to say because there's so many young Black fighters that, you know, are are definitely going to to give us a really good career. You look at Shakur Stevenson. Mm -hmm. You know, Devin Haney's pretty good as well. So, yeah, we haven't really seen them get tested like that, but you can tell that those kids are special. So... For him to say that that was the last black hope to me, it was like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, yeah. I wish they would just not say those things. Yeah, it tarnishes their career. Yeah, like the last, I guess, political not 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 something that was said, but the last political statement that we remember that got like got people feeling some type of way was the um, Ralph Salka with the with the shorts. Remember? Oh, yeah. So I mean, I guess that's him expressing his political view. But you just know, like, I don't know if someone feel like his. 
has, you know, boss who like wear that, like, man, what do they say behind doors? And then it's like, now it's like, who are you working with? What kind of people, you know, what kind of things are said? And so, um, I'm sure if they asked him like a, a political question, he probably would have said something, you know, that's pretty, you know, right winged and maybe that would have caught, you know, some, some fire. But, uh, I guess those are the, mo- those are, those are those moments that you, you kind of see political views come into play. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing though. I just wish they didn't <laughs> like if, if you guys are going to say something like you have to know that what you're saying is like, ain't it, you know, you have yeah. to know. And then you know that you're going to piss people off again mm-hmm. in this state of the world that is in, and you at least got to be smart enough to read the room. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> anyway, that's enough of Polly, I think. <laughs> that was about 15 minutes. Um, let's talk about the hot topic right now, man. Teofimo Lopez against Vasilo Machenko. Question mark at the end. Um, Teofimo, they're saying he got an offer to guaranteed $1.25 million. Um, Loma, $3.2 million around there, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Teofimo said, no, I'm not fighting for that amount. I wanted more. React. What do you guys think? I'll let Lily start. Go, Lily. What do you think? <laughs> It's hard because I love both of these guys and I know most people do have their, you know, preference. Even though both of these guys are top ranked, there's guys that just fucking love Lomachenko and there's guys that just fucking love Tofimo Lopez. And there's going to be good arguments on both sides. You know, the argument that I like from Tofimo's side is that he's... Um, Shakur Stevenson, just on top rank, he fought like some guy that we didn't even know and he made like more than that, I feel like. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, like it's true. Maybe he should get more because he already has a belt and this is a mega fight. And then other people are like, well, you know, we're doing, we're doing a pandemic and, and there's not going to be any people there. So that's less money. So he should just take it. And then he has a chance to beat Lomachenko for in, in a lot of people's um, opinion. You know, they think that he can beat him. So they're like, why not just take the risk? Why not just take the million, 1.2 million, was it right? And then beat Lomachenko and then his stocks are going to like higher, uh, skyrocket, you know? So I get both sides. I can see why Delfimo wants more money, seeing how Shakur Stevenson just got, what was it, 1.5 to fight some random. Also, like with no people, so I get it. But also, I don't feel like he should price himself out of this opportunity because. other people are saying he's waiting for Lomachenko to get a little bit older, and and I don't I don't want to think that that's what he's doing. But it's it's I can see both sides. I guess is the overall sentiment on this. Yeah, what do you think, Chris? Mm, to me, like when this fight got announced that it was gonna get made, I was I was a little shocked. You know that Delfimo, you know, decided, and that Loma decided like let's this is the time. I thought it was a little too early for for Theo, but at the same time I was just excited. I was like, oh man, we're gonna see like a you know, the the Matrix, the man, the pound for pound king against a hungry, young, you know, very talented fighter in Theo. And obviously, like, and I really thought I was like, if it doesn't matter if Teofimo loses, like, he's just going to get better from 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 this from this fight experience wise. And I was very surprised. I was very, I was very surprised that, that he priced himself out. I didn't think he would, would be the type to, you know, he already mm-hmm. called for this fight. I was like, he's going to take it. And I really I kind of did think that they were going to give him a good a good money offer, you know, for him taking this risk. It's a little, you know, kind of shocked me that, I mean, that they didn't offer him, you know, something, I guess, fair in a way, now that I saw the numbers. So I am a little disappointed in, in Bob Aaron, but I'm also surprised that Dale doesn't just take this opportunity. So you don't think it was fair, the amount? Um, I think 
I mean, it's a million bucks is a million bucks, and you know they brought a the I literally just brought up the Shakur, which I didn't know before, but uh, it is kind of unfair for him to you know fight a top top level fighter and not get paid you know a little Hi. bit more, okay. you know, based on that comparison. But <laughs> I still think he shouldn't you know price himself out. You know, I I think he should take this this chance like this opportunity, and I'm I am a little disappointed if this fight doesn't get made, which it looks like it's gonna ha- like it's not gonna get made. So a little right. disappointing there. So you guys know how much? It looks like from the fighters' perspective, they are on his side. Like from what I've seen on yeah. Twitter, a lot of fighters yeah. are on Teofimo's side, and then a lot of fighters are also like, "Come talk to Al Heyman." <laughs> like a bunch of like, I seen a bunch of people like, yeah. "Oh, just go talk. You want the money? Talk to Al." You know, but again, I I think there's no lose losing for uh, for Teofimo in this because even if he loses, I don't think he would get like. Maybe he would get outclassed and he's too green for Lomachenko's, you know, tricks in the ring. Yeah. But I don't think it's an end for him. You know, mm. I think him losing to Lomachenko won't prove anything. And I'm pretty sure he can get, you know, better from there. I don't think him losing would lose him any any fans or anything like that. So yeah. it does make me a little upset that he won't take it because I I think the fight is I, I have Lomachenko. Right, I have to mm-hmm. because of experience, but damn, like I think Dofimo could be too big for him too. Yeah. To me, this is like a 60-40 fight. I would love to see it, and I don't want Lomachenko to get older. Yeah, because then that's what people are gonna say. So he loses if, if he if Lomachenko gets older, they're just gonna be like, oh, he beat an old Lomachenko, and why would you mm-hmm. want that? So Sean is saying, uh, Stevens and Spurs was four hundred k according to Dan Raphael for his return. My question is, do you guys know? Lomachenko- what was it? Oh, sorry. Somebody on Twitter, like one of the people from, I forgot what internet page. They said that he got more than more than that. That he got like a million, one point five. I think I heard. But if it is one point five, it sounds a little high. But um, you guys know how much uh, Delfimo made against Comey? I, I, I remember. Seventy five. I think. Uh, I don't remember. I read uh, half a million. I think Comey made like three point something, three hundred thousand something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, well, the point of that is they're gonna more than double your your, your biggest pay. purse. Yeah. Um, I read that also before the pandemic. Obviously, the purse was gonna be bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But here, let me read some Lomachenko numbers. Um, his uh previous purses. So Lomachenko made three point two guaranteed reportedly against Krola. Who made three hundred thousand, and there was about ten thousand people there staying in Staples Center. So that's with a crowd, three point two million guaranteed, right? Mm-hmm. Against a uh, not really a big name, you you can say, or a guy who has a big British following, yeah. right? He made uh, Lomachenko made six hundred thirty thousand guaranteed against Salido, which was his second fight, right? Attendance yeah. of about seven thousand at the Al- Alamo Dome. He made about the same six hundred thirty thousand against against uh, Russell Jr. Gary Russell Jr., who made about four hundred twenty thousand, right? Seven hundred fifty k against Gamaliel Rodriguez, another not so much big name, but that was on the undercard of Mayweather and Pacquiao. He made eight hundred fifty k against Rocky Martinez. He made a million against Walters. Seven hundred fifty k against Mariaga, who only made fifty thousand. Damn. 1.2 million against Rigondeaux. Right? 1.250? 1.2 million against okay. Rigondeaux. Right. And that was at the MSG Theater that was sold out. 
1.2 million against Linares. Linares made a million, but there was 10,000 people there at MSG. He made 2 million against Pedraza, who got 350K. And then the one against Campbell, they don't really disclose that type of information in the UK. But there was 18,000 people in attendance in that arena. Yeah. So, I mean, based on the numbers, it sounds kind of fair. I mean, of course, he's going to want more, but he's already going to get more. You know, you, you named a, a bunch of fights, and I think there was only two or three million dollar purses for Lomachenko, who's been in the game for, you know, over mm-hmm. seven years, I guess. Uh, Teofimo hasn't been in the game too long, so it's like, why? 15 fights? 16? Yeah. 15, so something like that? I don't think he... I think that's a fair, kind of a, f- a fair... You know, you're getting already a, a, a 1 million plus purse? Like, what do you want? You want three? Like, Loma hasn't... So, only- so that's my question. If you guys don't think that it's a fair purse, the 1.25 million or, or whatever it is, then what is a fair purse? In this current situation, because there's probably not going to be fans. Yeah. So what would be a fair number? Right. And this is a tweet here on your screen that says, uh, Teofimo says, are you mad at me? And I'm just trying to feed my family. Yeah, I think you can feed him with 1.3 million. Which, <laughs> yeah, give me 1 million to feed mine. <laughs> and that was the type of response. Not me, Lomachenko. On his Twitter, that was the, the type of response. People were saying, if you can't feed your family with more than a million dollars, then something is wrong there. <laughs> That's yeah. It's just him as his wife, right? He doesn't. You know, he don't have kids. <laughs> I think that's. I think that's that's a good, a good deal. Obviously, you're gonna want more. Of course, who who doesn't want to get paid more to fight? You know, but I think that's a, that's a good deal. But well, the way we think about it too, the way I saw it was, I mean, no one's gonna say yes on the first offer. He probably yeah. like is looking to get a little bit more. You know, negotiation. You know, negotiating. Yeah. Negotiating one one, like you're not gonna take the first fucking offer they send you. Maybe he wants just one point five, like put it a little bit higher. Yeah. I think people see this as such a big fight that they expect more money for for you know for both fighters and for mm. the purse to be closer. Yeah. Just like with Triple G and Loma, uh, and <laughs> I was gonna say Lomachenko, Triple G and Canelo, how much there was discussion over their purses because they both had belts. Well, Canelo didn't have any belts, but he's the fucking ace. He's fucking Canelo for God's sake. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, but Triple G wanted more of a bigger purse. Yeah. And people were judging him for that. Like, oh, come on. Who else are you going to make this money with other than Canelo? But he yeah. had the belts and he had all this. And I think it's kind of a similar sentiment with with Delfimo because he's so young and has accomplished so much. And this is such a huge fight because, come on, everybody, even people that don't like Delfimo have to know that it's a good fucking fight and that mm. he's going to give Lomachenko some work. So I think people see the type of caliber fight it is and they expect them to have similar type of money and for it to be a big purse. But like you guys said, there's no people. There's no gate. Like it's why a big would, fight with fans. Where's the fucking money coming from? Mm-hmm. And even I, I think they were saying earlier in the year that they wanted to make the fight happen with a limited crowd, right? They were yeah. talking about the Raiders' mm-hmm. new stadium, mm-hmm. which probably won't be more than 10,000 for sure. That's yeah. a huge stadium, but... And space everybody out, so yeah. Yeah, you can't feel it capacity like you once could i would say if he if he asked for more than two million he's he's definitely pricing himself out and you know he's the the teofimo that we knew that was that was hungry to take this fight like that's that's a little bit too much excuse and i would be disappointed you know this this, this reminds me obviously not to the caliber of a you know 
this kind of other fight, but Canelo Floyd oh, Mayweather. We're <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. I don't think, I mean, yeah, Canelo got a bunch of like hate for, I guess, looking kind of green, but at the end of the day, he learned a lot from that fight and, and he's the Canelo that we know now. But um, Yeah, but that's a good point because Canelo fought Rislandi Lara after Mayweather and, and we mentioned this in previous shows. Canelo yeah. got 1.5 guaranteed in that fight against Lara yeah. and Lara got only 1 million, right? If they wait a couple years, that's probably a $10 million fight. Mm-hmm. I know that's crazy yeah. I didn't even think about that yeah. so I had not thought about that and Oscar obviously didn't want the fight right to happen because it was a little too soon especially because Lara is a high risk low reward type of fight yeah. but Canelo took that fight after Mayweather mm-hmm. how much did he make against Mayweather maybe 10 million yeah probably at least probably and then yeah. you go from that to fighting Lara who's a very tough opponent who a lot of people ducked and dodged for mm-hmm. a long time yeah and you fight him for 1.5 guaranteed. See, I get respect to Canelo for that. For like, okay, it's not he shows there. He showed in that fight. It's not about the money, you know. As you know, he just really wanted to shut Lada up, and so I, I give him respect for that. So, so at that point, I feel like you have to be underpaid. You have to be willing to to take the fights. Like Lily said earlier, if he beats Lomachenko, then he's gonna make probably five million for the rest of his life, guaranteed. Yeah, if he beat, yeah. yeah, yeah, no matter who he fights. They're going to pay him. Another point uh, somebody brought up was the when Pedraza and uh, Gervonta fought, they both made under a million. Yeah. And I know mm-hmm. those are not like the same in the way that maybe they're not as known or especially back when they fought. What was that like three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. But it was still like for the boxing fans, it was a pretty decent fight and they both made under a million. And that was for Pedraza's belt, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Mm-hmm. Or was that a unification? I don't remember. But point is, they both made yeah. under a million, and it wasn't like that big of a deal. And now it's, it's you know, I I just don't want the fight to not happen. I was looking forward to that when I saw that they were like discussing it already. And and you mentioned Pedraza. He made three hundred fifty k guaranteed against Lomachenko. Lomachenko mm. made two million in that fight. Mm. So I don't know, man. If Delfimo was a guy who was selling out crowds and, and maybe had a pay-per-view under his belt or something like that, I know yeah. nowadays that's things are a little different because of the whole streaming services and all that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how. How do you? What's the measuring stick? There's so you know many because now. it's highest. Yeah. Let's say it's seven hundred fifty k, his highest purse, mm-hmm. right? I guess yeah. that's the measuring stick. Yeah, uh, that's your the highest, bar. Yeah. The bar your highest, and then. I think it has to do with like the level that I mean with like he's like oh, I'm fighting this pound for pound person that this is a high risk fight for me so he's, he's so are you at- saying he doesn't believe in himself? I think he's I, <laughs> I don't know to me like him, hey him taking this fight makes me believe that he believes in himself and then him pulling out a little bit makes me think he doesn't fully Look, believe in himself. I like I like Delfimo Lopez yeah but in the past few weeks he's been posting a lot of videos a lot of tweets talking about let's make it he happen looks huge. anywhere anytime. And the offer is on the table and you say no. Yeah. Um, that I looks think a that's the part that angers me too. Like he was, him and his dad were both very, very vocal, very vocal. about wanting Lomachenko. And it seemed like, give us Lomachenko. We don't care about anything else. Just give us Lomachenko. And then I wish there would have been a fucking fine print at the bottom that said for the right price to mm-hmm. us, you know, or for at least this much. Because I, it, it angers me when people just nonstop you know, talk about, I want this fighter. And then 
they're like, oh, well, you know, the money got to be right. So it's just yeah. like, you could have yeah. said that like, since the beginning. Exactly, right? Like, once you start using words like pussy, you know, on these tweets and stuff, like, all right, those are fighting <laughs> yeah. words. Now you got to fight. That was intense. Yeah. Now, now you got to fight, and they yeah. give you an offer, and you're like, nah, that's... Nah. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> Not ready. But here, uh, our guys from Standing A Podcast uh, says, they say, I think Aaron was too nice to Teofimo on the purse offered. Mm. I, well, I feel like I'm not he's arguing one against of that. I'm Bob's not arguing against favorites that. too, you know, like yeah. I mean Bob, you could tell he takes care of his fighters, but you can tell like who he loves. He loves Fury, he loves Omachenko, he loves Tofimo, he loves Amarrete, mm-hmm. right? Like you can he loves Surdo back when he had him. Yeah. Um and you can tell, like you can tell the the he loves Crawford, obviously. But I think that's why he was generous. But I think people were looking more of a even split. But Lomachenko already took a pay cut too, right? Because he was supposed to get more money. Yeah, so I was reading that he was supposed to make $4 million. So they both took a 750K pay, 750K pay cut, which it hurts Delfimo more because he was going to make $2 million reportedly. Now, what I've seen too, and this is from the Extremist on Twitter. <laughs> they, they're like, oh, well, you know, just like Oscar <laughs> paid it to uh, have Triple G fight Canelo out of his own purse, then if Lomachenko really wants to fight that bad, then he should pay out of his pocket, make it up to to Delfimo. And I got to disagree with that because, you know, Lomachenko's already a three-division world champ. He's proven what he yeah. has proven so far. He's made history. He um also became champ very early on in his career. He was old, but, you know, very early on. So I feel like it's Delfimo, in my opinion, the one who should be looking more forward to this fight. Lomachenko just go fight anybody else. Yeah, and he's still gonna make a million, right? And yeah, or and more he's than still a gonna make yeah, <laughs> yeah, like decent money. So I don't know. I I I don't. I I understand it in a way for Delfimo, but also like please don't surprise yourself. Yeah. I, I would because I just want to see that. Maybe we're being selfish and we're just like. Fuck it, make the fight. No, we, should, yeah. we should start a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, I actually, I agree with Lily. It's like, Delfimo, you're, you're, you're a young lion. You have so many years to make money, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, Lomachenko's on his way out. He's got a couple more years, a couple more fights. Like, dude, like, stop being selfish. Dude, get this fight, dude. Get your money. And if you believe in yourself, mm-hmm. like, take out take out the old bet if you can. I think this is a very, this is a tough fight for, for Loma, I think. Lily, you mentioned the size. Uh, you know, este, Teofimo is, is he's young, he's hungry, he's got power. Like the way he took out Comey, I was out. I've said on the show, I was kind of shocked. Yeah, that was impressive. And you see Comey, this guy was ripped. He was in shape, like this, you know. And this is a, a, a title holder, so yeah, I, I think it, the ball is on uh, Theo's corner. Like you said, Lily, I don't think Loma has too much, too too much to prove. You know, it's, yeah, man. I'm not giving no. any predictions <laughs> until it's signed. Yeah. Well, remember that's the that's the thing that would kind of annoy me too. That back before quarantine started, we had oh May thirtieth. They like he tweeted it. They gave us you know Madison Square Garden May thirtieth or something like that, mm-hmm. or end of May. And they didn't even have a contract yet or nothing, but they were talking about it like if it was yeah. already made. Now, which makes me think like did he just not know how like did he just not have any idea what he was getting paid? <laughs> Because he had tweeted it already. He was already, you know, pretty much training for it. So did they just give him the the offer that he didn't like? I don't know. It it makes me question so many things. (laughs) Yeah. It just makes me angry. (laughs) 
I'm okay with him negotiating, like Lily said earlier, like, okay, but pricing out is like saying, like, nope, I'm not going to fire, you know, unless you give me this this high amount or whatever. So I expect some negotiating, hopefully. hopefully. Look, the females never made a million with, with a live gate. Yeah. Or pay-per-view. Yeah. Now things are a little different, man. If you want to fight, They're you'll take it. a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah. all I got on that, man. Yeah. Kind of disappointing to hear, um, especially because, like Lily said, they had been very vocal, right? So what's what do you say now, right? If you're yeah. Teofimo, besides the money, pretty sure a lot of fans are going to be upset. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Well, hell yeah! I mean, we're all going to be because <laughs> this was, I think, this was the fight, especially in quarantine, that we we're looking forward to the most, oh, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. there's some good fights coming up, but this one. Yeah. It's like a treat. It's like a mega fight. And they had yeah. even said September at one point. Mm-hmm. And then they said October. And then now they're just like, nah, the money's, money ain't right. Yeah, I mean, to 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 throw a couple of jazz at Bob, it's like, okay, Bob, we were happy with some of your fights. You know, we were happy with it. You know, <laughs> put too much pressure, you know, on the competitiveness of, of your cards. We were just happy boxing was back. But it's like, now you got to give us something good because, you know, Golden Boy's first card was very competitive. So it's like, I don't know, man. Gave him another... 250k man just make it happen <laughs> shoot do you guys did you guys used to watch uh next on mtv the dating show oh yeah yeah yeah. Next. i think I, 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 just, I think i saw a few somebody made a meme and it says <laughs> takes one step out of the box and it's delphine was like yo i'm Theo, 1.2 mil nah i got a family my daddy said to get my worth and bob aram along the distance fuck out of here dickhead next <laughs> and it says trying to feed my family <sighs> Oh, haven't man. done, haven't proved shit. And then the bottom one says, can do a flip. <laughs> <laughs> can do wow. I'm going to send it to you guys on on oh, text, but that shit is so funny to me. That's Because he's like, can do a flip. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I love his Fortnite dances after. Oh, no, he's happy. Yeah, those are cool. Those are cool. Gio actually met him at, at Staples, right, Gio? Yeah, he was really cool, man. I liked yeah. him. Gio was a little disappointed. Yeah, he looks like a cool dude. Yeah. yeah, I was telling Chris I was a bit disappointed because on camera he's like the bad guy, he talks a lot of shit, and in person he was like super nice. I was surprised. I feel like a lot of fighters do that because if they're not like, I don't know why he does it. He has a talent to like back it up and just be, you know, a badass fucking fighter. But I think just to get even more, you know, more recognition, more press. That's that's the that's the thing to do apparently. Yeah. It's a little like Virgil. Virgil's like a bull in there, man. And then you meet him, you're like, oh, dude, dude's nice. <laughs> like, nice kid. Oh, yeah. He's from, he reminds me of Triple G because they're like outside of the ring and in the ring, they look fucking scary. Like, their faces look terrifying. Yeah. When they're like going for the kill. But see, Virgil could probably benefit from being a bad guy because I feel like Virgil's hella underrated. Yeah. Dude. And he doesn't get attention from like casuals because he doesn't really other than when he fights he doesn't really get anybody any reason to talk yeah, you know or, or he's not a trash talker to where people are like damn this guy is talking shit to this other guy like it's lit no he's like oh i respect my opponent yeah. <laughs> and he does you know yeah. but what do you think about his fight know, maybe his last fight against samuel vargas the guy mad at a freaking concrete <laughs> for real dude i know yeah, i'm surprised yeah. he didn't go down like his chin yeah that's crazy. Now, to me, like, dude, freaking Virgil was loading up, like, every, I think, 
he was good shots for second, but after the second, third round on, he was just loading up every like power shots after power shot. And do my respects to to Vargas because that guy was he was he was landing some good body shots, but just his heart, just his heart to like you know to stay in because you wouldn't you would not be mad at him for like you know taking a knee or going down, but this this dude just stayed up and. Man, that thing was hurting me when I was seeing those, like that, just that constant pressure. I know. Man, that fight could have ended like thirty seconds earlier. Like, I think the the judge let it go like thirty seconds longer than it should have. But uh, I'm not. I I know people were like, oh, you know, Virgil shouldn't be talking about these guys, the champions, if he can't stop like properly stop Vargas. I'm like, properly. no offense, but Vargas is a fucking crazy ass chin. Yeah. I know. Uh, Spence and D- Danny dropped them with just the no look hook, mm. but um, that's what makes it interesting. That's what makes it seem like, oh, you know, like I don't like using fighters as like measuring sticks and stuff, like, oh, this guy fought this guy, so it means this fight's gonna go this certain way. Mm-hmm. But it definitely makes me like want to watch those fights more now because yeah. I see how other fighters did against him, yeah. but I don't hold it against Virgil because he, you know, didn't knock him out properly on the floor and shit like that was brutal he still beat him like really really well so i don't i mean i'm not too mad i'm not mad at all actually that he didn't knock him out like that see i I do like to use the fighters as measuring sticks in certain ways like just the fact stop just the fact that he fought all these guys (laughs) no just the fact that he fought all these guys i was like this guy is gonna give virgil like more more than i think i even told you you like he's gonna go more than six rounds yeah and yeah there's a reason without him fighting all those guys i don't think uh Vargas, you know, land, like last that long. It's just knowing that you were in there with all these, you know, these top ultraweights. It just gives you that, that that much more experience. You know, like oh, I've taken the punch from this guy. I've been in the game, like in the in the in square circle with this other guy. You know, and these guys are top. I think that that that's that's telling. And yeah. I personally do like Virgil talking about the champions and i mm-hmm. think that he does pretty well i don't think he gets like knocked the fuck out i don't think he gets like shut out i think he does very competitively in a fight against you know the top uh champions however yeah. i i just want him to for once go the distance i know he can't help it i know people are gonna be like getting knocked out or stop that's not his fault you know but yeah. i think just for experience wise i think he should go the distance in any fight before he tries for a title and then take on all the B-level PBC guys. I would love him against, you know, the Granados of the world, you know, mm. against um, Jesse Vargas. What's his name? <laughs> Let's go, baby. Dude, I would love him at, against Jesse fight. Vargas, you know, lipping it. It's like all these oh, guys that are, uh, you know, like they're not like elite, but they're really good test. I would love to see Virgil against those guys. You know, oh. Figueroa yeah, yeah. is a good guy. Granados, yeah. uh, even, no, I wouldn't say, um, no, that he would kill him. Molina. Because I was gonna say give him a lead, but um, oh, Molina too. No, I Molina. think Virgil would decapitate Molina. Like, no, let's not do that. Molina's a cool guy. I like him. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, cool. I don't want to see him laid out like that. Yep. Um, I was gonna say uh, Ali from Golden Boy because you oh, know okay. he was Shout a champion. Because, mm-hmm. but I mean, look, he, he Virgil know, probably did Ali the same so thing casually. he did to him. <laughs> <laughs> no, like he would hurt him. Okay. He Damn. would really hurt. But I would love to see him against, like, you know, more B-level type guys yeah. from PBC. I the only thing is that, now. you know, we have promotional issues now. Because, you know, he's with Golden Boy, and it's like, he has to be mandatory, in my opinion. He's going to have to wait to be mandatory if he wants the bigger fights. Because, one, 
the whole PBC thing, you know, that they don't want to fight outside or or they're more difficult to get fights outside. And two, Virgil, as we have to admit that he's high risk, low reward for the, you know, mm-hmm. the guys higher up in the ranks. Yeah. Because if they go in with him and he knocks them out, like, that's pretty fucked up for them. But if they win, people are just going to be like, oh, Virgil's still green. Yeah, Canelo, yeah. right? You know, so... Oh, he was too young. So it's... It's gonna be. It's gonna be a. It's Virgil's really high risk, low reward, because yeah. he can punch and he has a. He. We sh- I was impressed with his footwork too in his last. In his last fight, he had really good angles. Um, so I'm just thinking like I don't think uh, a guy at like not maybe not the top champions, but more of the A guys. I don't think they'd be like, oh yeah, let me take on this little kid who can punch like a fucking concrete, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. glove, and if I lose, it's over. And mm-hmm. if I win, it's just gonna be like, oh well, that guy was too young. He was, he had not gone the distance with anybody. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's really high risk, low reward. So yeah. I feel like we're just gonna have that in his, in his like in disadvantage in his career. Yes, uh, respect, Lily man. Golden Boy has to hire you to to freaking match me. That was dope. <laughs> what what do you think well, about? They, they, <laughs> they want him with Ellis, right? Or and what is his name? Oh yeah, uh, that other Walter. Well, he's really yeah. good. Yeah, he's Ennis. I just Ennis, think yeah. Virgil has better resume right now. Mm-hmm. What do you think I about? I think that's a really good fight in like a year or two. Yeah. What, what do you think about an Ugas, Virgil? Oh, that's great. That would be fucking awesome. I think I think he actually talked about that in the pros, uh, post-fight conference, Virgil, okay. that not only does he like Ugas as a fighter, but he likes him as a person because he's, like, pretty humble. And mm. Ugas, I don't care what you say, he should have been champion, man. Like, he yeah. beat Stop Porter, it. and that was <laughs> a Stop knockdown. So, <laughs> I feel like he should have, hey, he should have won. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like if, if Virgil were to, you know, even if he goes a distance and look good, against someone like Ugas, even if he doesn't win, you know, because you could tell Virgil's not want to be one of those guys that gives a fuck about losing. But um, if he were to look good, even if it was like a, a split decision and he lo- loses or whatever, I think that's going to prove a lot too because Ugas is, is one tough dude. He's like a rugged guy too. And he's he's like, he's Cuban, right? Is he mm-hmm. Cuban or Dominican? Yeah, he's Cuban. So, yeah. But you can't like really, he doesn't have that old mold of Cubans school whatever they call mm-hmm. it like he actually throws really decent amount of punches so i would love to see that fight but i would think i would want to see lippinitz more no oh, that lippinitz that's they the both one that... punch hard and lippinitz is a you know lot. like you that you like to use measuring sticks uh chris you can be like <laughs> well mikey fought him and now virgil let's see you know mikey lost in todo un putazo now how much virgil gonna do mm. Yeah, I feel yeah, like so Lipinitz was better at 140, man. Oh, yeah. Because he he, he's not the biggest at 47. And I really yeah, like him. He, I really like him. He's now. a short. He's short. Yeah. yeah. You know what? Let's <sighs> talk about this next fight, though, because I think Porter beat this next guy who's holding his WBC belt. What? Errol- wow. <laughs> he stands by that, man. Anyway, uh, Errol Spence against Danny Garcia. What is it? November 21st. Fox pay-per-view. Yeah. They signed the contract and they want to fight. Yeah. I know, yeah. Errol Spence, Danny. Who do you got for that fight, Lily? Um, I'm going to take Spence. Um, I think Danny is a great uh, guy. I'm, I'm glad that he was champion at one point, but I think that he, we've seen his peak already, and that was that. And I think Spence, all we can definitely think of right now is just how the crash is going to affect him. And I know that's going to be the excuse if he does lose 
or if he looks bad. But I think I'm going to have to give it to Spence just because it, I'm the type of person that if I see you overcome challenges, I like you more. And I like your, and I believe in you more because I feel like his fight with Kel Brook was, that's when I was just like, whoa, like that's fucking sick because it was a close fight. And many people could be like, come on, like you went to war with, with Kel Brook. Like, what can we expect from you? Come on. But I think to me, those are the fights that, hey, you've been tested. You've been tested beyond like your, your means and, and you still came out on top and you, you know, perseverancia, right? So I like, I think the fact that he had those type of fights give him an advantage over guys like Danny Garcia. And given on Danny Garcia's last performance, I wasn't too impressed. I wasn't even watching it that much because, I don't know, I was just not feeling it. And I, I feel like I based on, Granados you know, their last performances, I still would go. Would go with, with Spence. Spence and his nipples, since people <laughs> always talk about his nipples. <laughs> you know what? This is a fight that Danny Garcia comes back. No, nah, just <laughs> No. <laughs> Danny, Danny, the dad, the dad. We were oh, talking how how Angel. Angel's been kind of quiet like last couple. No, weeks. he hasn't. You you don't think so? I think he's been kind of not a, as a vocal as he's been in the past years. Dude, you know? we were even wishing Porque him no well. Peleado, su hijo. <laughs> yeah, I remember one episode where like we hope everything's okay. We haven't yeah. heard from yeah, a couple yeah. months from Angel. Oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, when Virgil said you know he liked to fight Danny Garcia. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if you saw that Angel posted a video where he's on his couch with all the belts mm. and he's just laughing and he's like, ha ha ha. Like basically, no, yeah. like don't mm. even mention us. Yeah. You know, like, oh, something about the lion or the king is asleep. Don't wake him up or something like that. I don't remember. I was I think I was drunk when I saw that tweet, <laughs> but it was something like that. Yeah, I I, I think Arrow is going to win, but I don't think he's going to look sensational. I think it's I think it's going to be. A, cl- a close fight, a closer fight. Um, I don't think right now anybody is going to look sensational, yeah. rightfully matched. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because of the quarantine and, and Arrow has a whole crash or whatever. I We don't know how much that affected him. He was drunk and, like, super loose. So it was probably not that bad, you mm-hmm. know, um, even though it looked pretty bad. But mm-hmm. I think those that are properly matched, and I know we all want to see Crawford versus Spence and we're probably not going to get it anytime soon. We're going to keep getting these fights that we don't ask for, but they're still not bad. Like, it's like when you eat bad pizza, it's like it's not what you ask for, but it's still like pizza, so you're <laughs> going to eat it anyway. That's how I feel like these fights are with welterweights in the PBC. It's like we're not asking for them. We're not, like, super stoked about them, but they're not bad fights. You know, I, all those guys can match up really nicely, um, but we want to see Crawford versus Spence. Now, with Danny Garcia and, and Spence, I think they're both rightfully matched. Like all these guys are are good fights, and who knows who's gonna win? But I think I I got Spence. Mm. I don't think it's gonna be like a shutout. But I think Thurman beat Danny Garcia pretty comfortably. Yeah. I know he took some rounds off, and that's what made it closer. But I also believe Sean Porter beat Danny Garcia not comfortably, but I did really see Sean Porter winning. So I don't base, I guess, like. Christian said on those, I I just feel like he can, Spence can be on top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey man, if Danny catches him, but that no hey man. Cook. <laughs> I'm just saying, but I don't know. I ha- I don't think I've seen Danny fight too many southpaws. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I think just these fights are a little different just because of the whole pandemic. Guys are not really sparring too many guys. The the yeah. gym a- accessibility is limited. Things like that. So. 
If there's a time, Chris, if there's a time for Danny, it's now. <laughs> I, have yet I, to, I have yet to see Errol <laughs> he Spence. He better capitalize. Right? Mm-hmm. I have yet to see Errol Spence get seriously hurt. You know, like, obviously, you it's, it's boxing. You get hit. You know, you're going to get touched. And you have to have that poker face. And I haven't, I haven't really seen Spence really get hurt. So, I mean, let's see if Danny can add something to make us, you know. Because up, up until now, a lot of people feel like Errol Spence and Terrence Crawford, those are the two guys, you know, kind of have that invincibility aura. And, you know, that's why we want to see them. But I want to see if, you know, at least Danny can show, you know, can, can put a chink in the armor. But I don't yeah, know. And Spence got hit by concrete, so <laughs> he, he's okay. Came out okay. <laughs> Clyde says, uh, my hate for Garcia will never go away. Hope Spence Damn. knocks his block off. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. I think Danny's. That I, I bad. feel like I, mean, I didn't like Danny Garcia. I thought I didn't like Danny Garcia, yeah, but I just I know. realized I didn't like his dad. Like it had nothing yeah. to do with Danny. Yeah. Cause like I think like Danny is mm. not a bad fighter. And yeah, people clown him over the Rod Salka situation, <laughs> but he's not a bad fighter. He doesn't have a terrible resume. Like mm. he, he's a decent fighter. Like he's yeah. not elite, but he's not a you know, he's, he's not, not average either. I really think that he, he I, I just think he peaked already you know yeah, yeah he's the not fights, a bad dude he I, I just his dad is just too much the fights he lost were close Herrera mm-hmm. Porter Thurman you know <laughs> yeah. no but Wait, he, he beat Herrera but I think yeah. Herrera beat him yeah in Puerto Rico we talk about that every now and That's then huh? mm-hmm. <laughs> no but what what was Danny's peak then when what got- was his his Amir peak. Khan? Amir, a, a little bit after Amir Khan. Because Amir Khan was A little his... bit after Amir. Yeah. Well, we yeah. talked about this before, right? A little bit. A little bit. Yeah. We mentioned it a little bit. But... I mean, his peak was like around that other time, but he just happened to lose that fight. You know? That was, that was his time. You know? That's that's the time they were... Yeah. They took we're... him to Puerto Rico. They like, make him more marketable. <laughs> Try to speak some Spanish. Didn't work. Yeah. Que si, que si, que no. But there was a time where he really was staying away from the top alterweights, right? The the third man supporters. And so we were getting upset. We were like, yeah. if you claim to be the best one, then fight these guys. And I mean, I think that's why we didn't like I him. love the build to, to like Garcia us versus Thurman. That fight was so yeah. good to me. I really like back. I enjoyed the build <laughs> up. I enjoyed all of that. If Danny loses, I, they should run it back. I honestly think Danny gets him now right now because Thurman mm. has those injuries and Thurman's, you know, how he said he's married and in love and distracted. Dude, I, I'm always going to be mad at Thurman and how his career turned out. I feel like he... Yeah. I know he can't help the, the like, injuries, the but literally <laughs> he was at the top. He has the best... Besides Pac-Man, he has the best resume. Uh-huh. He was, like, the longest reigning champion. Yeah, he was too, the number one welterweight so for a it's long like, time. Yeah, yeah he, and then, like, all these... I know, again, he can't help it, but all these injuries, he got married, all this shit. He, like, Spence and Crawford rose to the top. Like, mm. bam. Without him having anything to... You know, he couldn't do shit about it. Yeah. It makes me angry sometimes because it makes me feel like oh, he lost... He had so much potential. You know what I mean? Like he had a lot of potential to to still be in the conversation right now, had he not gotten married and like, no offense, but that, that's stupid. But injured, you know the injuries we can't help. But yeah. getting married, like, why are you getting married in your prime? It's no. the knees weak. Oh my god. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, yeah. Thurman. We'll see. We'll see if he can, you know, make a bounce back. Yeah, and then we've been talking about PBC a lot. They released a schedule, right, for upcoming fights. Let's take a look at that um, right now. It's on your screen. Um, Benavidez fighting August 15th. Do they have an opponent named or is it? 
TBD. Uh, Angulo. Is that the Angulo. one? Angulo, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's the one who beat Sims? Yeah. That's him? Yeah. Oh, that should be a good test then. Yeah. He's like the Latin American champion or something, mm-hmm. huh? That should be good. They're fighting in Connecticut, I believe. Um, what else we got that looks good over here? Uh, of course, Charlo against Derichenko. September 26th. Pay-per-view, right? His little brother is on the... Or big brother. I don't know which one's which. But um, he's on the car, too. He's going to be fighting Jason Rosario Banana. Banana. Right? So that should be a good Banana. card. Banana. That's going to be a fucking banger, dude. Would you guys pay for that? If it's under... <sighs> If it's under 50, Don't over and under. Don't incriminate us <laughs> on live stream. It's 40, Fuck. 40, 39.99, not a cent more. No, we can all like poner, you know, dinero. You know, we always make the parties anyway. Like, that's true. That's true. We're going to be. All right, let me let me read this comment real quick here on the comment section. A uh, guy by the name of Bill Nye, the science guy, says, I am betting the pink slip to my vehicle that Danny Garcia knocks out Spence. What? Oh, my God. <laughs> you're like. You're oh like the God. common man, no. Freddie Roach, spitting his house. <laughs> no. You know Yo, we want proof. Bill Nye the Science Guy, you should like tag us on like Twitter or Instagram. Yeah. And like and when you do it, share your shit. So if you win, yes. like bring you on the show. And if yeah. you lose, bring you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine he's like a bookie. He's got like inside trading, like knowledge and shit. That'd be funny. I know. Dang, that's sick. I'm always scared to like bet, bet. Okay, I but see. What do you get? What do you get if you win? Do you get a house or what? I know. <laughs> car. You're gonna lose your vehicle, but what do you win? Somebody has to match it with a car. Well, it depends what kind of vehicle. What if it's like an old Toyota? <laughs> that'd be cool. If 1991. Could, that'd be cool if you could do that. Like you're betting, you put like you put your pink slip up, and then someone like matches it with their pink slip, and you just gotta electronically sign and like shit deliver my car, or the tow yard, the tow truck comes for your car. You're like fuck. That's funny. You know what? I saw I saw Pita tweeted too uh, a few weeks ago that I think somebody was talking about or Virgil Ortiz Jr. against Crawford, and he said I would bet my house on uh, Virgil Ortiz. Oh, on him? Yeah. Pretty Roach two point Honestly, I think Virgil can beat. I think the who? only well, I think I think the one guy who would give him problems like right now. I'm saying right now because of his age is Pacquiao though. I think the other guys he can beat or he can make it a well, close fight. With, with Crawford, we saw how, you know, Mean Machine put hands on him. And Mean Machine hit he fucking hard. He dropped them, right? But I've seen Mean it. Machine at, at uh, in Oxnard and that motherfucker hit hard. But, mm. you know, he just lacked more of an all-around skill. Now, Virgil hits man, hard and he Gamboa has more skill. Gamboa fucking hurt Crawford, man. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. That guy was four-way classes <laughs> below Crawford. Hmm. Who, Mean Machine? No, uh, I'm saying Gamboa, Gamboa when he heard. Oh, Crawford. Gamboa? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... Well, I'll, that was probably like his best win at like 140, kind of. So I'll pose a question, for guys. Crawford. Right now, right now for Virgil, uh, Crawford, Spence, Pacquiao, who do you guys give him a better chance right now against? For Virgil? Yeah. Crawford. I think Danny Garcia. Uh, not oh, Danny not, was on the list? Not, I, Danny was on the list, so... Crawford, Spence, or or Manny. I'm gonna go with Crawford, man, because that guy when he gets hit, he goes down. Lily, so Danny's not on this list. Oh my 
guys gotta do me like that. <laughs> um, gonna... Who was it? Pacquiao and Pacquiao, well, Crawford, and Spence. Virgil can like sleep Pacquiao probably if he catches him so. like Marquez. Yeah, I think so. But no, because Ooh. Marquez like they had already fought Shit. four times, and that was more of like already being familiar with his moves in the ring. So never mm-hmm. mind. Um, I think I don't know. I don't what. I guess Crawford too, but people are gonna make fun of us for saying that. For making us say that. It's okay. They don't watch boxing. <laughs> Crawford went down in his last fight, right? They just didn't count it. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. That's a clip that I yeah, saw. Yeah, they I didn't, didn't count fight. it. That they yeah. counted it as a slip. Yeah. Sean that, says Danny Garcia hits hard, so does Pac Thurman Errol Crawford. They all hit hard. But there's levels but, okay, to it, man. Of course there's all levels. boxers yeah. that are in that level hit hard, but there's still like a difference on like those guys I would say they're all regardless. power punchers. Not everyone yeah. is a power puncher like that. Yeah. Yeah. Virgil really like, I'm pretty sure all heavyweights punch. hit hard, but, yeah. you know, some fucking hit worse. Like, till this day. Even. <laughs> <laughs> till this day. Oh, I think, let me see if it works. I wonder if it works if I put it to on the live. Day. Should we find out? To this day. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, go ahead. I honestly, I actually. <laughs> oh, that was you? To this day. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go. Yeah. It worked. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I got it too right here. Yeah, I, I honestly think Pacquiao is, is more his more you know winnable bout at this point. But I do believe that Pacquiao makes him, you know, steals the most rounds out of those guys early on before he gets stopped. Just because we've seen, well, I've seen from clips, you know, Virgil has a has a little bit of trouble with the speedsters, you know, um, he has, just, yeah, and he hasn't had a speedster yet. But I still think he overwhelms anybody. They're asking here, is this the, the first time Crawford's been down? I don't think he's been down officially, has he? I don't think so. I've seen him down go down yeah. a couple times, but not not officially. It's like slips and stuff. Or, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> people are still arguing about the Porter one, so. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, Virgil. Virgil's on his way, man. He's a, he's a good kid, man. Yeah, and talking about 147, we also have Lipinets who's going to be fighting. How was he fighting? October 10. I'm not even going to try to say the name. A little difficult, but he's undefeated <laughs> from what I see. Undefeated. Try, try to spell it out. Sound it out. Yeah, ain't don't everybody I'll play this one because it applies. Go Google that shit. See what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> <laughs> he said go Google that shit. Go Google that shit, man. Ain't nobody believe in Google? <laughs> ain't nobody believe in Google? God, no. And I don't know who NM is, man. Flat out. You need to send me that one so I can put it on mine. <laughs> I got you. Do you think Virgil's power is on the level of those guys, says Sean? Mm. I would say no because I don't think he's reached his full strength yet. But he's been knocking a lot of dudes out. Like Herrera was the most impressive one to me. Herrera had him Hell yeah, stopped. he folded him like a chair. And dude, that was scary the way he took him out. Yeah. I was worried for Herrera. I don't know, man. Because he was question. hurt. Like, he went, he was already gone when he went down. Yeah. Just, yeah. I hate those. Like, I, those are scary to me when they're already, like, gone before they even go down. Like, who did we recently see that, like, that? Got folded? That they went down like that. Who was it? We just saw, it. I don't know. You know who else did that? Uh, Ramirez with Hooker. Like, how Hooker was just like, and like, he yeah. went, like, that was scary to me. I don't like when they're already gone before they hit, like, that's just scary as fuck. Yeah. yeah I, don't, I don't know. I would say right now, no for that question. But Virgil's going to get better and stronger. So, I think eventually he will to get me, to that level. 
Yeah, to me, it's like scary that in 16, power, 16 fights, you have 16 knockouts. That means like you have the fundamentals from like the get go, like where you know how to put your punches together, and like. And you're we just talked about a stablemate, right? Yeah. Hector Tanahara, who unfortunately didn't fight, but mm. he's 19 and 0, only five knockouts, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Virgil definitely has power, yeah. and it shows in his record. And it's just like the overwhelming knockout power where the ref kind of has to just stop it, like yeah, yeah that's that's it, you know, it's just. A guy yeah. like Samuel Vargas is not going to quit. He's yeah. not going to go down. Yeah. Right? He's not going to complain about it. When the doctors went to his corner, he was like a little pissed. He was like, eh, leave me alone. I'm he fighting. He would have still kept going. That's scary, dude. That's, damn, that's, that's hard. But, yeah, he's just going to get better. He's gonna, Like you say, he's going to get 22. He's still going to get this man's strength. You know, he's going to get stronger. And he's going to get I'm better. Man, I'm 28, overall. and I'm still trying to reach my <laughs> full strength, man. Shit. Man. <laughs> Two more chin ups, guys. Bro. We're talking about the showtime fights, but you know what good fights coming at this month from top rank? Oh, tell Ooh, top rank. What's up? LA that Alvarez versus um, oh. LA that Alvarez versus Joe Smith, Joe Smith Jr. Mm. Yeah, that's a good ass fight. Yeah, big that's boys. Those guys, I feel like that's that's like a good ass fight for like that's one of the best fights they put on um, top rank during the quarantine. Yeah, that's some nice low light heavyweight action right there. The, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for that one. Do you have the date on that? It's a 28. Oh, I gotta look at a fucking calendar. Because the Ramirez the one is 28. Mm-hmm. Because the Murataya brothers are on the undercard. Yeah. The teacher and his brother, they're gonna be on that undercard. That's the 28th. I think it's that same weekend. Yeah. Mm. That one, that when I saw that, I was like, oh, that one's gonna be good. Now, of course, a lot of you know the casuals won't know who these guys are, but those who follow boxing know. These it's guys. the 28th, I believe. See, but I don't mind. I just want to see fights at this point. That's yeah. why I'm glad that, like, Danny Garcia's fighting Spence. We, we're going to get some good fights. October, Tank Davis against Leo Santa Cruz, pay-per-view. Um, Nonito Donaire is also going to fight on these uh, PVC cards. Yeah. So, man, I just want to see fights, honestly. Damn, right now. This year is kind of like a wash to me. Yeah. I don't it's care. It's a throwaway year. It's a throwaway year. <laughs> <laughs> now, if Leo <laughs> If Leo and freaking Tank right now fight, man, Leo gets him. You seen Tank on freaking right now? Instagram? So you can go to Bro, the what's his name? The Red Catch keeps yeah. trolling him. He posted on, a, <laughs> I think, one of uh, Roly's pictures. He's like, hey, where's the pregnant boy or something Dang, like that? That's, that's hey, that's Pregnant boy? Oh, my <laughs> Lord. Hey, Roly's is fighting soon, right? Isn't he getting like a title shot? <laughs> I don't know about that. Roly's is funny. Yeah, he's supposed to fight an undefeated fighter. <laughs> you so. guys seen that interview where they ask him, like, uh, Rollies, what are you going to do when you fight somebody, you know, that can take your punch, someone oh, that can so take bad. your power? He's like, I'm going to punch him again. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to keep going, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Shout out, Rollies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Where's he at? Hey, background oh, I heard Rollies. Uh, we're, mean. We're, we're mean. We're mean. Yeah. Shout cool. out to Rodi. Cool guy. He's a good sport. He's a good sport. Hey man, he's twenty four years old already. Yeah. Old. How old is Ryan? Twenty. Twenty two, I think. Hey man, Rodi's. Bring it on, it man. Cash out. He's gonna wait like maybe a year or two more. Two years. Try to catch. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh man. What about? Let me ask you about rude. this. Uh, Lily. Uh, Luke Campbell against Ryan Garcia. They're saying it's official. They're saying it's not. They're saying I don't know what they're saying, but um, what do you think about well, that what fight? What pissed me off is that the other day Oscar 
tweeted like, oh, let's stop with the bullshit and make yeah. that fight happen. Like, motherfucker, that's what we're telling you. Like, <laughs> that's what we're telling you. Who is it up to? Or like something like quit with the games and let's make it happen. Like, whose job is it to make it happen? Like, what's going yeah. on? At least give us some information because just tweeting stuff like that, we're just like, who are you talking to? Like, yeah. <laughs> talking what, is, what is going on? <laughs> but I would love to see that fight. I think Campbell's really... hes a, I mean, he's a former Olympian, so he was underrated. And, and I think because... I don't know. Even Linares gave he even gave Linares a good fight, and even yeah. though Linares like dropped him, I think I think Campbell can do good against Ryan, but I think Ryan still, you know, does what Ryan does. Ooh, are you predicting a knockout, Lily, or no? I think so. Okay. I think, but this one's gonna come later on, and and I'm conflicted on that though. Don't don't quote me on it just yet. Let me, like <laughs> Jill said, let's make it official, and then I'll get an. Uh, I'll probably give a prediction, but because remember Carlos Morales, the solution he gave yeah. Ryan a fucking run for his money. Yeah. Kind of made him look bad. You know the guy that. But that's yeah. Ryan was. Uh, there was a lot of doubts, right? There was a lot of questions there. People... Like this is before Canelo team. Yeah, I yeah feel like he's Ryan was looking lot. at the clock the whole time, yeah. like waiting for the round to be over. He caught a lot of good shots by Morales, so he seems like a different fighter know. to me. And, yeah, and I'm does, breaking my does. own rules because I predicted that he would knock out both Linares and Luke Campbell. Damn. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm crazy. Let me know in the comment section. <laughs> I might be crazy for saying that, but I believe it. Crazy for I feeling. definitely think he has a, <laughs> a capacity to. Yeah. I mean, that left But I don't is think it's going to be like right away. Like he did Romero do now. Like, I don't yeah. think that's going to be that fast. The speed behind that left, that left hook is scary. scary, man. Oh, my yeah. God. I still want to see that like at a... I wish there was like an angle like from the bottom looking up because that was a weird ass like knockout. Lo dejó todo pendejo. Like, he couldn't even get up. But I didn't really see the... Sean yeah. said, yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> but just, just in, in general. <laughs> he's like, well, just in general. <laughs> go, look, go. Yeah, go to look. me, like, uh, those are good fighters. They don't make me, if I was like a, a, you know, a Ryan Garcia, like, you know, backer, like, I don't, those fights don't make me nervous as a Tank Davis fight. Just because of the power and we, like, I feel like Ryan, that chin I don't, I don't, we haven't seen it get tested by someone with true power. Yeah, I, we I, still got to see someone yeah. test him, yeah. So he's more the heart. Yeah. Right, and We talked heart. about it a little bit, right? We talked about... If he's bloodied, if it's the 10th round, if yeah. it's the 11th round, he's tired and bloodied and bruised yeah. eyes and eye sockets and broken nose, mm-hmm. how is he going to react? Yeah. That sounded a bit, a bit extreme, huh? <laughs> so, Lily, we, we talked a little bit about this. Tell us your thoughts. So, I said on one of the previous podcasts that... The Mexican American fighter, when their hearts gets gets tested, it's a little bit different than when the, and like the Mexican fighter gets tested, and I and I've had this this theory that maybe I don't think the Mexican American fighter has the same upbringing. You know, it's it's there's a difference, and I feel like when it gets down to those trenches, those moments, I think they fold a little bit quicker than the Mexican fighter. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I think about shit like deep, deep, and. I think the reason for that is, is that even though here, you know, you still got the Mexican blood in you, you know, like mm-hmm. everybody says that I got the Mexican blood in me and you can mimic certain styles and you can grow up watching the actual, uh, you know, Mexican born Mexicans and, and want to mimic their style, want to be like them. Sounds like she's talking about here. You, you always have a reason to just 
not fight and do something else with your life, right? Mm. If you're here, yes. Uh, even though Polly doesn't think so, systemic racism exists, <laughs> but I think people can still go do something else. They don't have to rely on boxing. Now, most Mexican fighters from Mexico, like that's what they do mm. to provide for their families. That's what they do. They have to fight. You know, they, they don't necessarily have the means to do anything else. And that's what makes them like be more rugged and be more like, oh, I'm going to just last. And, and them lasting also gives them a better chance that they're going to call them back for another fight. Even if it's the guys that, you know, are just there to be the guys to lose, they're still going to give a good fight because most likely if they are a tough enough test, they're going to keep getting called back. So I think that's what it is that the Mexican, actual Mexican guys, they have, they know that they have nothing else to turn to. So they're going to give it their all in, in boxing. Yeah. I think that's what it is. Nice. Well, well said. To me, I feel like I, I think Ryan's going to come up. He's going to come. That fight is going to come down the road somewhere where he's going to be tested. And I don't know. I think that's where his heart is going to either, you know, I don't know. I, I think there's there's that doubt. And some of the moments I th- thought about is maybe the La Oya, you know, maybe uh, uh, Victor, Victor Ortiz or like, that Mexican-American fighter, they were, you know, you know, thrown to the trenches and he, they had to dig deep. And they, I feel like that that one of the one of their sides kind of just bails them out. Like, you know what? I can do something else. For Victor, I it was really movie. wish we saw those mm-hmm. those mom, those moments in mm-hmm. boxing more, though. Like, I know sometimes, like you said, they're gonna turn out either they're going to quit or they're going to, you know, crumble under pressure, mm-hmm. or they're gonna rise like super victorious and they're gonna get respected even more. Mm-hmm. I I don't care about the outcome. I just wish we saw those moments more where a guy is actually tested because I don't think we see that enough anymore. Uh, I don't think so. Do you think it has to do a little bit with the early, like the ref stopping it sooner than than before, or? What do you think that is? Well, that and that and I guess we don't see as much good opposition, like Mm. actual test against somebody as we as often as we should either. But that's a good point, too. Yeah. Which I I don't mind the ref stopping it, obviously, especially with everything that's happened. So, yeah. But it doesn't have to be like a fucking beating. You know what I mean? Like it could be competitive, like. Like Triple J against Canelo in like the twelve, the ten to twelfth round, like yeah. that was beautiful. Yeah, that was back and forth nonstop, and and even it wasn't just like putados a lo pendejo, but <laughs> it was like still very calculated and still very busy. And you could tell both of the guys that was the that they were their tougher competition for each other. And I love to see that. Like that gives nice. me life, and I wish we saw that more often, yeah. where nice. guys are like really in a competitive ass fight. Because we com- we know we we always co- complain about the cherry picking, but yeah. I think it shouldn't be encouraged for like fighters to to go ahead and and go through those motions of being actually tested and not be scared to be fucking bullied online. Yeah. Since right now we're in the topics of middleweights, Lily, what what are your thoughts on uh, Sergio Martinez's return? He is scheduled to fight in Madrid. I don't like that. Oh, <laughs> I don't like that. Yeah, I don't. I I love Martinez. Like that's one of my favorite fighters ever, and I don't want to see him get hurt. Me and you talked about this, yeah. Chris. Like I have never rewatched the Cotto fight. Like I can't watch that. It would hurt my feelings, and I'm not gonna do that to myself. And Same. I don't think he should be doing that. And it makes me wonder. Like, are you okay? Like, do you need money? Like, why why are you doing this? Exhibition fights, like whatever, cool. But actual like fights to where you're thinking of just coming back, I don't 
I can't be behind that. I am scared that he's gonna get hurt. Mm. I mean, because he's not. Yeah. It's not. It's you know, it's been inactive for so long, like years. Yeah. yeah. Well, what helps him is I think he started late boxing. Yeah. All right. So mm. maybe he didn't take the as much punishment at another guy his age would. You know, yeah. a guy who would start fighting. You know, in the amateurs at six, seven, eight years old, nine mm-hmm. years old, right? Sparring since yeah. he's a kid. He started pretty late. So mm-hmm. I think he has that to his advantage, but mm-hmm. we'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah. I think I think he doesn't want that to be his last memory, you know, of him in the ring being the way he went out. I, you know, I don't I don't see him fighting too many times, but maybe that's that's a spinita that he has. Yeah. Um would you still watch him fight though, Lily? Like if it's already signed, sealed, and delivered, would you Me- still Pay to watch yeah, it? I'm, I'm gonna still watch it, but if he goes down, I'm gonna cry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Les aviso. This is why I wasn't gonna watch it. You know, walk out. Yeah. I'll cry. Sean says, um, going back to Campbell Ryan, uh, Garcia. Campbell is a Olympic gold medalist, uh, and it's next level competition for Ryan. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm not saying he's a better. I'm not saying Ryan is a better boxer, but I still think yeah. he catches him. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely. People Campbell, don't see that punch coming. Yeah, definitely. Campbell has the experience, you know, on his side. He's been in the game longer. Um, I really don't take that uh, Olympic, you know, all that too much to heart because the professional game is different. Yeah, who's the guy you know? who recently lost in his pro debut? Uh, I think he Robesi. fought recently as well too. Yeah, Robesi, the one that beat Shaker, knocked out. No, something like he got that. dropped and then yeah. he lost. Uh, it's a it's the Olympics. It's different than than professional boxing, and so. You know, we've Campbell has had like his whole career, so you, where you can kind of like judge. Yeah. And he's come up short. I don't give him that much credit for a gold medal unless you got two. <laughs> <laughs> unless Dang. you got two, bam. You let's gotta have go. two. Lomachenko, Rigo. Rigo. That's why. That's what you're such a big fan of Rigo. <laughs> that's a, that's the guy that that's the guy that came to my mind. I don't know who else has two gold medals. <laughs> Lomachenko. I know. I'm just teasing this guy. <laughs> Okay, Lomachenko other, and Rico both got two medals. Other than those two guys, do you guys know anybody else that has two gold medals? Is it just those two? Clarissa, no? I believe she does. Well, Robesi Rodriguez has two gold medals. The guy that lost professionally. Does he? I think he's got two. Dude, I never watch Olympic boxing for some reason. Hmm. I don't think they put it at the forefront. Like, you got to dig deep into the channels deep, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Got to stream it somewhere. To when when the Olympics come on, I'm watching everything. Even sports I don't even know existed. I'm, like, watching all of it. I mean, it's it's. I, I do watch. Yeah, Olympic, I mess with the limp, but with I like the, to see their faces. It's kind of weird with like seeing uh, the headgear. It's like you want to see some blood. Yeah, I want to see like I don't know that that punch like really landing. But. Yeah, I like watching gymnastics for some reason. Yeah, that's like, cool. I have, so, I have no idea what they're me doing. Me too. For some reason, yeah, I have hard. no idea what they're doing, but it looks cool. <laughs> to me, it's like just because I know that they can fall and they can seriously hurt themselves. <laughs> but for some reason, they 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 do pretty good. I like watching track and swimming. Swimming, swimming yeah. is cool. Yeah. Water polo, swimming, soccer. I love Water the polo. soccer in the Olympics too. Yeah. I watch it all. Yeah. I don't go. I watch it all. To me, just soccer in the Olympics, it's it's cool, but it's I don't know. I, to me it's like all about the World Cup and like major international tournaments. So Olympics is like, mm, okay. It's all right. Bas- I know you all like to watch basketball. Do you do you watch basketball for Olympics? Yeah, but the other countries aren't always as good yeah. as the US. For obvious reasons, yeah. <laughs> if you end up, if you invent the, the sport, you should be the best at it. at it. Yeah. All right, but yeah, that's that. Yeah. Any fights in particular that you're looking forward to, Lily? 
I already said mine, know the Smith and oh, what is, but I mean, yeah. Teofimo, I wear that shit done. Um, I think uh, Charlo versus Derby, I'm mm. fucking stoked for that one yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Banana and uh, um, the other Charlo, mm-hmm. brain fart right now, but yeah, I want to see Banana back in the ring. <laughs> yeah, okay, for me, for me, it's Banana and then the Charlo and. And for me, the one fighter I, I like, I want to see is Lipinets. He's always he's just that 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 rock, and he he has an exciting style. So his just his fight. Hopefully, he's fighting a good opponent that brings uh brings out the, some good in him. But yeah, mm-hmm. for me, Errol, Errol Spence and Danny. These are named fighters. People know it's gonna be a good fight. I'm not sure if it's memorable. For Wait, some reason, when's with- that fight happening? Again? Let's see. <laughs> November. November. They're saying. Damn. November twenty first. Yeah. Oh, that's a while from now. Hey, I give him props for signing. In casa, yeah. In tu casa, Chris, we're gonna watch it at your house. Yeah, November. Yeah. I got Otra five on it. <laughs> I got five on it. Otra, otra tra, tra, tra. Got some pizzas. Hey. Yeah, we'll cook some. We'll cook some. Should have a grill by then. A bigger one. So. <laughs> yeah. Any fights you want to watch, Chris? Uh, that it would be um yeah the uh the banana one that one's the cool banana one <laughs> yeah but Errol Spence and uh, Errol Spence and Danny for sure I just want to see some build up you know to fights uh, hopefully they do like little all axes and stuff and you know they can dive into into whatever they're they're going on and like outside but um yeah I, I actually like Danny I, I hope he does well the first half of his career I didn't really like him uh, a lot of it had to yeah. do with his dad a lot of it had to do with him not fighting. The top guys and just really saying he was the best, but towards the end of his career, he's been a little bit more laid back, funny. He gets to see his personality more. Uh, he doesn't take himself too too seriously. He smiles. He's more happy. So I, I like that. So I hope he does he does well because he did. He has fought a lot of people now. He's so like his Instagram posts. They're funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> his Cuban, his Cuban alter ego. It's just funny. Yeah. All right. No. Yeah, the zone has an a. Uh... They don't have anything lined up, huh? They do. They what do. are you talking they about? They're fi- they're fi- there's fights Friday. There's fights every Friday right now. But uh, Linares versus... Um, oh, yeah. Fortuna. It? Fortuna. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, también. I don't know. That's like the last one announced. Yeah. But he fights every Friday. But it's, you know, it's uh, the UK people that yeah. we're not too oh, very Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I haven't even tuned into those. Yeah. <laughs> They're British. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Fight camp. See, yeah. Sean said it. Fight camp. Fight camp. That's, yeah. uh, they had like Cheeseman yeah. on Saturday. Yeah, I want to watch. And uh, I was watching it. it was... I want to watch Katie Taylor so, against Delphine Persoon. That's going to be coming good. Up. That was going to be good. I, I guess I think that was, that's up. the one I'm most looking yeah. forward yeah. to. Just based on the first one, actually. Yeah. I was yeah. thinking like California, the zone. California, the zone. For some reason, zone. I was just thinking. He's yeah. like, man, that branch zone don't count. <laughs> Yeah, no, nah, honestly, oh, we actually, Lily, we saw the um sword sword fight, right? What did what did you think yeah. of that fight? He was sluggish, like he had less accuracy, and uh, you know, blame coronavirus and the quarantine and lack of sparring. I think. Yeah. I think, you know, I think Chocolatito and us both beat this version of Sarunga that we saw on Saturday. Yeah. Maybe he was, he was trolling so- us and he was like, let me get this 40-year-old man to put hands on me for a bit. So 
you he know, was also confident, fighting and then they come bigger, at me and I fuck him up again. Yeah, <laughs> Who a knows? bigger opponent, right? He was also fighting a bigger opponent. He was fighting a bigger opponent, but his opponent was 42 years old. Yet he had a lot of experience, and we saw that a in that fight. A lot of prison experience? Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, he had, because he was fighting well. I was like, man, this guy's not yeah. fighting like your typical 42-year-old. Like, this guy's actually, like, boxing sore and kind of making a miss here and there. and Landing. Landing massive, shots. Yeah, and massive so, shots. I mean, sore still kept coming forward, but... You kind of just expected Sword to kind of, you know, just take over just based on, you know, who he's been in there with. And, yeah, me and Lily were like, hmm, he didn't look too good. And so. His accuracy yeah. was, like, not. Yeah. Because the yeah. sluggishness, I can, you know, I can say that's inactivity and stuff. Yeah. But, but he had, like, very low accuracy. And, like, that, you know, he usually lands most of the shot throws with bad intention. This one, he was swinging and it. The guy was like over there by yeah. the time he was, and I'm like, mm, yeah. what happened there, buddy? Yeah, they were fighting in Thailand. Uh, we we're just joking like through that. The 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 announcer was pretty good. Yeah, he Now, was. You saw like he's a he was translating, and then the other yeah. guy was translating. But I was like, man, dude, just forget that guy. You translate. He was pretty good. And then I was telling Lily about how like, man, these announcers are pretty cool. Man, they're getting that spotlight. You remember the one for top rank? He was pretty funny from from Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was. Yeah. Yeah. I was trying to find his name because I know I've seen him like in the soccer shows and he's done a lot of so- the soccer games for Mexican League. Yeah. But I couldn't find his name. That guy was really that, good. That guy's entertaining. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, hope this kind of just makes it a little bit more interesting um, on Chocolatito's side. I think, yeah, like Lily said, Chocolatito kind of, he beats this, this, this sore. So, yeah, I can't wait to see that fight next year if it comes to fruition. Yep. Yeah. And then they're also. Well, I think it's Estrada and Chocolatito that's going to do because first. They both have belts. Yeah. So Sora's on the outside looking in. Yeah, at this point. Yeah, I think Cuadras she... wanted a rematch with. Ooh. I like Cuadras. Well, they... Either one of them, too. Yeah. I, I just want to back, too. I love him. He beats Sorum Visa. He beat Chocolatito. He beat Chocolatito, huh? In my opinion, no, no. He, he did, so. but who did he beat? Did he beat us? A... He beat Estrada, no? I don't think no, so. No, Estrada beat... It was a close fight, but then Estrada caught him and dropped him, I think, in the seventh round, and that was basically the, okay, the deciding so. factor. It was a close fight, but uh, Gallo won. That was a good-ass fight, though. That was Super Flight, no? Yeah, I think so. Or I mean... super, yeah, Super Flight, too. He's lost to I Estrada, think. to Chocolatito, and to McWilliams Arroyo. Those are his three losses. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, he he, I didn't him against McWilliams Arroyo, but that was when he was able. Yeah. Well, he's still in that mix. He can he can make some good paydays still. See what happens. I love him. <laughs> you seen Gio? Yeah. What's up? Yeah, I'm looking oh, at his box rank. He beat Sorum Visa, beat- right? Yeah, because he's under a different name. Oh, yeah, Sorum Visa that's is not right. his real name. He beat uh, Sorum. He's in, like, Wing Walk something. Wing Saxil Wangek. He beat Sorum Visa. That's what I thought. Damn, how did he go from Wing Saxil Wangek to Sor, like, Soror, like, Wing Visa? That's crazy. The second song, Wing Visa, and then we cut thing. Sisake. Yeah. Oh, my God, who... Saying that was it you on Saturday that was like, oh, 
Rangbisai, somebody, Rangbisai left, um, that he looks sluggish because he, he just left by his wife, that his wife left them. Wow. And that that's why he looked like shit. They're like, <laughs> how do you leave a you with a guy when he's like roaming through trash? You, you break up with him when he's like, no, he was a world champion. Okay. That wasn't um, me that said that, but I'm, <laughs> now I'm kind of interested because man, I'm, I am a big believer, like stuff outside of the ring. People don't know, man, but that shit does affect you. Like you're not, these are not robots that go shit, in there. These are people, man. Like. They got problems too, so. But that wouldn't that want to make you knock the other dude just out, <laughs> just because you're so frustrated and you want to get all that anger out. I mean, but that's pat. That, that could also work. But I guess against people you. channel it in different ways. Yeah, I as think. Well. I think that can also work against you. If you're really passionate. Your anger take over. <laughs> you know, that's exactly how he looked. I was like that. The other guy was just you know more, more calm, boxing in. So, damn, we gotta find out. We're gonna have to do some digging. See what happens. But no, I'm a big believer that stuff outside can really affect a boxer inside. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll, well that's see. what Teofimo said happened with him with his, uh, with that age, tall age that he fought. You know, that's when he had oh, got yeah, yeah. married and his sister and his mom didn't show up because they didn't like his girlfriend or something. So he was going through a lot. And that must be tough. So <laughs> I believe him. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I've never been married. So. <laughs> Yeah, Amir Khan's always had like family troubles, man. So can't blame that, That's bro. You can't go <laughs> one episode without mentioning Amir Khan for some reason. What is it, man? Oh. <laughs> he he's the one that had so much promise, and it just didn't it didn't happen. Oh, well. Imagine like he I thought he was gonna wasn't he like two thousand seven prospect of the year or something like that? Yeah, he was. The speed. Again, it's at speed, man. 13 years ago. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's the thing with speedsters. You got so much speed, but you leave that that uh, that chin open, somebody with good timing can catch you. So that's the one thing Brian has to worry about. So, yeah. All right, we're about an hour 30 in, man. Yeah. Any last stuff y'all want to hey. mention? I saw Chavez was going to face, face El Travieso once again. Again? Yeah. Again, yeah. Time. Uh, those are... Oh, fucking funny. I is, love those fights. Is it true that uh, Chavez Jr. is going to be on the undercard of that? Damn. I saw somebody post Supposedly. That. I've been hearing about that. Too. Yeah, there's going to be like pay-per-view or His something. His dad probably training way harder than he is. <laughs> <laughs> I can see I can see Chavez Jr. And, and Andy fighting 10, 15 years from now. And like on a Legends card, 200 plus heavyweights. But oh my god, <laughs> I can see that happening, man. <laughs> you know what nobody's talking about is Mike Tyson, Roy Jones Jr. They're actually fighting on that Mexican Independence Day weekend. What it was September 12th? Oh, yeah, falls that. Yeah, man. so that's they're it. taking that date. That's cool. I, I, I want to see this. I want to see if like Mike so has got that, that power to, to drop him. Yeah, so they're saying no headgear and 12 ounce gloves. That's what Roy said. On that Breakfast Club yeah. interview, which is, ooh man, it might get dangerous. I wonder what up in brought there. this on. I'm like, who the fuck thought about this? Like, who did this? I mean, someone, somebody saw Mike Tyson getting into like the best shape he's been in years, and then you know, freaking Roy always wants to fight. He just won't retire. He does, but he doesn't. Yeah, he said so, he wanted to fight Mike when when he won the world heavyweight title. 
but Mike retired at the time. Dang. And he said, now was a chance. They called me. And I said, yes. So. Well, he's a real one, but that's, mm. that's, that's very risky. Um, damn. I mean, I'm still going to watch it. Shit. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Mm. Interesting. I am excited for that one, though. I am. Mike Tyson. You excited for the undercard? I don't even know who's on the undercard. <laughs> I don't even know who's on the undercard. Nate Robinson. Oh, man. And uh, the one of the Jake, Paul. Jake from State yeah. Farm. Jake from State Farm. Yeah. So I'm excited <laughs> for that one. Yeah, that's all I got, man. What else you got, Lily? Are you going to bring plugins? the podcast back? Um, I might, but I, I don't know. I'm still or, thinking Or like about live it. streams? or I might do like streams, yeah, probably. But I might if I can like... I don't know. I get shy. <laughs> it's more fun to cast with other people. When mm. you shit by yourself, it feels like you're just talking to yourself. It's just, you feel corny <laughs> as fuck. <laughs> yeah, to me, I think you do a great job at it, like, by yourself. Like, we said it before, I don't think I'd be able to do that live by myself. Mm. Like, it's, it's good. It's cool bouncing off. But, like, with the live, you get a lot of good questions. Uh, you know, you can bounce off and yeah. yeah. I, I love the live streams because people are interactive and like if even by myself, I I basically you know require the comments so that I can talk because too awkward to just be like, Well, let me see what what about what else do I think on this? Like if you give me shit, then I'll be like, Oh, let me talk about that. So I kinda yeah. kinda rely on the comments a lot. Yeah be doing stuff and talking so yeah but you got we'll the whole setup them. right there huh you got the little keyboards over yeah, there with, I, the, with the buttons and all that yeah my to this day I'm, to i this want day. to like get more more sound bites like i want to the commentary ones but i have to like go the fights i mean view to the yeah. fight download it and try to like clip it and it's just a lot of work yeah you know what i, I do i want like all the cool I sound do, bites i do it like ghetto style I just recorded with my phone. I recorded my phone. I don't think that's going to sound right. And then I edit it, and then I just clip and put it up there. That's what I do. Easy. Yeah, like, I go. want that one on God and then <laughs> I don't even know who them is. <laughs> that's my favorite one. I want, really like, a whole section dedicated to just ship bro Mike Tyson. <laughs> Damn. Man. For real. Yeah. For me, for me, last plug-in, just, I've, I had a you know, pick a fight for everybody to see would be that uh, that Pearson versus uh, you Katie know, Taylor. Katie Taylor. I think yeah. everybody should see that fight. You're you know, not just supporting women's boxing, but you're gonna get a you're gonna get a great fight. These their hopefully, styles, hopefully, yeah, their styles are just you know great for each other, and more importantly, like their the heart that they put in you know when they fight. So um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one. So I'll definitely host that one for sure. Lily, before we get out of here, let me ask you about uh, Siniesa Estrada. Seven seconds. What was your take on that? I don't. I. It's weird because Sanessa did what she do. You know, like she just she was there. She threw what was it like one combination, and the girl was out one yeah. or two. But damn, like that matched his ass. When you think about the, when you look at the box track of the other girl, like she had five fights. Five it was against other girls who had not yeah. fought anybody either. So 
I don't, I know, I think she was also like kind of like a late replacement. Mm. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, but at the level, like, that 42 Sydney years old. Is, she shouldn't have been in that ring with her. You know, Sanessa is, is, and we, we can, you know, bring up how women's boxing, yeah, there's a huge different caliber of opponents, and there's an obvious, like, oh, there's girls up here and girls there. But that was not, that could have ended very badly. And, and again, I, I can see why people are upset. I don't think people should be upset at Sanessa. Like, she did what she had. Yeah. But that, I don't know, the commission wasn't it. I, someone could have gotten and then it was her son that was her trainer. So I was like, shit. And the only 10K. <laughs> only 10K. I was going to ask you, like, Wait. how much is she paid? She got paid $10,000. Yeah. And we're like, oh, well, it was only seven seconds. But fuck, could have died. Like, yeah, what the fuck? I've that's never crazy. Seen... Like, I hope Oscar gave another 10K on top of that just for that. For their fucking life at risk. I've never seen someone just not leave their corner. Yeah, they just, she took she just maybe two up. steps forward. I know. She I've just never seen that. Yeah. yeah, that was a little weird. Yeah, and I think like looking like yeah, when you watch the replays and you see her like body language, you know that she's scared shit. Yeah, she looks scared, like just totally froze up. You know, at least someone that you know doesn't have a, doesn't stand like a chance. At least they throw something to maybe try to get lucky. She just yeah, did nothing. Yeah, she threw like a. A half a punch. This, it's like, eh. <laughs> and Sanessa like literally obliterated her. Like I don't. What do you do for ten k? I'm pretty sure Lily? she feels bad. What do you do for ten k? Shit, Sanessa can knock me out. Not for you though. She said not ten k. <laughs> Shit, I'll take it. Not ten k. Give me like like twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> I want a down Why are you facing yourself out, Lily? Getting knocked out by Sanisa. Delfimo. No, but I mean, I would have to lose like 50 pounds. Sanisa's like, what, 105? Damn. I'm Canelo weight right now. Fucking quarantine. I'm Canelo weight. I'm Canelo catch weight right now. I'm 55. How much would you? I'm going to Clarissa. Clarissa, I'm going to put this on. Like Clarissa. Damn. Man. That's that's underpaid right there. That's messed up. Yeah, 10K. For lo menos, for lo menos, like 30, 30K uh-huh. at least. Yeah. That's enough to buy. Especially like, if you're going to get car. like, that's dangerous. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do with 10K? Nothing. That's why. <laughs> Is that what you mean? You can't you buy a car with that. That's. What I can mean, you do with 10K? What can you do with 10K? Buy a homeboy's car. When you're car. single, probably. I have two fucking kids. <laughs> you can buy a homeboy's car from the comment section. <laughs> <laughs> I can't like do any 10k. Shit. I need like, 25. Nah. So at, at least, least 20, so at I least can 20. Put yeah, at least down payment. At least a quarter. At least a quarter. Because it's going to die. These guys, you, you see these guys that are criticizing Delfimo earlier. No, 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 no. I wonder what, how much she got paid for her five fights, man. You see, you got to kind of go and see if, if it adds up. <laughs> Watch her already get already pay like five grand, seven grand, eight grand. I think when you're starting up, they pay you by the round. I think so the flat fee and, and or like by the round rounds, something like that. I think. I heard that they get paid eight hundred every 1K. time. You... Like it's not a lot. Shit, man. Yeah. I mean, in retrospect, like, like five thousand at most. 
If I'm highly skilled and I beat somebody in, like in two rounds and I get paid like 800 bucks, like I was like, okay, I just got paid 800 bucks to beat somebody up. For eight minutes? Yeah. <laughs> For eight bad. minutes. That's <laughs> 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 crazy. Then since somebody beats me up, I'm like, oh, man, at least I got a $200 check. <laughs> yeah, look, Sean's gosh, it probably got 250 around. Yeah, I had heard that guys okay. like start like that. and people starting up in boxing, they get paid by like rounds. We're going to start being nosy. We're going to start asking these fighters, how do you? Scheduled rounds. And I'll start. They're going to be like, get the fuck off my business. Yeah, don't tell them. You don't need to know. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll send Sean. Sean will find my out. Pockets yeah. none of your <laughs> Sean knows people. Sean knows. Sean knows numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's a smart one here. There you go. Yeah, he's there. going to ask Sean to be our numbers guy. <laughs> analytics. Yeah, analytics. All right, I think 137, man. I think yeah, it's let's call it time to get out. Dang, 956. Woo! Damn. We did it, guys. We did it. All, All right, right, before so. we get out of here, before we let Lily plug in her stuff, um, I want to send a big shout-out to Puro Golpe. Visit their shop at www.purogolpe.com. Follow them at Puro Golpe. Check them out, man. Esto es pelear. And uh, yeah, I think that's all I got, man. If you guys are new to uh, listening to this channel, make sure to subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff. And uh, follow us at Against DA Ropes. Chris, you got anything? No, for me, just uh, thank you, Lily, for, for joining us. Uh, it's always nice talking boxing to you. Yeah, we got to do this more often, huh? We do, yep. People get tired of us. Yes, yeah. yeah, like the old days. <laughs> no, I'm mad at you guys, really. I, I, was, oh. I forgot to tell you guys on Saturday. Damn. Because Jill wasn't there. Oh. But you guys got a little old 100, epi- 100 episode and looking back. And you guys supposed to say, everybody, but when I was on your fucking podcast... Every other week. She was there almost and every week. And you didn't even week. post me. You guys only posted everybody else. I don't blame Gio. Gio does that. I was editing. like, okay. Oh, that's the... Uh, <laughs> the right, I see you. I was like, I see you guys. Okay. See you. <laughs> the guests? Yeah, they said you haven't put her on, bro. You got to you gotta oh. splice it in. Add her. Well, like I, a collage of everybody in the 100 yeah. episodes. I try to just put like and you didn't uh, bo- uh, me on professionals it. I was like... Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I knew somebody I was gonna say that, dude. <laughs> so, see, I have an alibi. Tell him, Lily. Tell him. Tell him. It was only I was, professional. I was like, okay, they, they Cynthia there, but not me. Even though oh, we had Cynthia, oh, cool shit. shit. I was like, okay. Tell, oh man. See, now I, I like, gotta I redo see. it because Sean said the same thing. Because at first oh, I'm like, maybe he just yeah. fighters. I'm like, maybe he just put fighters. I don't know. Yeah. But, but then Cynthia, I'm like, wait a minute. Wait I'm a like, minute. Mm-hmm. Cynthia don't throw no punches. Mm-hmm. See, and when I wrote her, when I wrote her name, I'm like. I wonder if people are going to give me shit for this. Because <laughs> other media people are going to be like, I'm media I'm like, too. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to allow it, Lily. <laughs> right now, you got him against the ropes. You're letting him, you know, I he's know. taking necessary punishment. But I'm going to let it continue. He's got to show me something. <laughs> <laughs> he's bobbing and weaving. <laughs> I, okay. I was like, okay, I see it. I see you. Let but no, I'm just kidding. Like, <laughs> I love doing this. And it's always like, tell you guys more fun when it's other people so please i'm not doing right now quarantine so hey, hey there you go do this shit all day <laughs> next week same time chris yeah are you gonna be late again Nah, it should be good <laughs> should be good should be good oh actually we might be late i'll tell you why there's a boxing class outside of my work uh i went to kind of promote our, our channel talk to them about our podcast they're like you know what we could give you a discount bring your buddy in it's like a dropping <laughs> class and i was like okay i'll let them know see so Lily, you could join us too. It's on it's on uh Cherry Beach, Cherry Street. So it'd be cool to go, you know. Here in Long Beach? Yeah. 
Right there on uh, Cherry and uh, Ocean. It's a little boxing class. We could just okay, drop when? in. Como las seis. Six. When? Tomorrow? Uh, they do it every day. So I'll let you know. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll talk outside the podcast and see if we get together. And we'll text. People don't even know our <laughs> Yeah. All right, Lily, where can we find you? Where can we follow you? Yeah. All that good stuff. Uh, you can follow me here on YouTube, just Chicana Boxing, how it's spelled on, how Gio put it on there. <laughs> just put that, <laughs> and that's the most of what I care about, just here on YouTube. Um, and then uh, Instagram, I just have Billy Hope Saunders, if you want to follow me on there. Yeah. But like Billy Joe, but just with an A. Instead of a J, and that's it. Twitter. I have, but it's really hard to to spell it. So I'm just they could find you if they want to. Like man. this for now. You really want to find yeah, her? You, you'll find her. Right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Take us out, Chris. <laughs> Again, guys, this is episode 103. Thank you for supporting us with all these episodes. We thank everybody that's been on our show. Uh, we can have plenty more guests um, in the next coming hundred, and just can't wait to see what's next. Thank you. Thank you guys for tuning in. If you guys checked the live, thank you. We're watching the replay. Thank you as well. We're out. Peace. To this day. Michael, you already know I said I'm a fun guy. Shout out to Against the Ropes. You know what my mine is? Let's box bitches. It's almost fight night. Shout out to Against the Ropes. Thank you for the support. Keep doing your thing. You're doing a great job. So thank you and best wishes. Huge, huge, huge shout out to Against the Ropes. Against the Ropes. Shout out to Against the Ropes. Thank you guys for uh, the interview and uh, hope to see you again guys soon. Against the Ropes, always doing the right thing. Uh, shout out to Against the Ropes, man. I appreciate you guys for having me, taking the time on Chazi. Against the Ropes, number one. Freddie Roach. Thank you very much.